Hi, and welcome to Follow's weekly message podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope this message inspires you and helps you to follow Jesus in your community for His glory. Here's the message. So today's Bible reading is taken from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through to verse 30. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. I've got a question for you guys at home. So in your lounge rooms, I want you to raise your hand if this is you. After 2020, who feels exhausted? Who feels tired? You know, it's been a year of of rest, really. Like we've had no meetings out. We've had less events. But to be honest, a lot of people feel more exhausted than they would of a year that was a little bit more normal. Um, You know, political leadership has changed and we're always waiting uh, on the newest information about whether we can see our friends and whether we can not see our friends. Or, you know, we've got Zoom meetings, which they, they, you know, they promise to be less less energy sucking, but let's be honest, they take a lot of energy from us. Uh, We don't see our friends and our family, anxiety and mental health have gone through the roof. And if we're honest, we've had to work harder for the same things in 2020 that we did for for 2019. Uh, So, you know, the things that we did, we've got to work harder for them now. And let's be honest, not being able to worship alongside each other with the rest of the body, uh, we've become exhausted. We've become tired. Uh, We've become disappointed, and it's been a year of just hoping that next year is better. But we've had more rest. So how can that be? And I think it's because we need more godly refreshment, because refreshment and rest are two different things. And I'm going to start this sermon probably in a way you've not heard, maybe any, but maybe not many sermons ever, is that me, vulnerable, I struggle with it. The thing I'm about to preach on right now, I struggle with it. I struggle with this godly refreshment because I know that I'm an achiever and I like to get things done. And and when things don't go the way to plan or if I'm struggling with, you know, the, the amount of things that are on my to-do list, I just work harder and I work through and I get things done and I try my best to, to accomplish things. And the going to God for refreshment has been something that I've known I need to work on. So how can I be preaching this message then? Well, one, I'm not perfect and and nobody is. Uh, But two, the reason I chose refreshment is because when I write sermons, when when I pull myself into what God's trying to say so I can communicate it, God shows me new and wonderful and amazing things. So to be honest, this is kind of a, a growth pattern for me is, is I wanted to make sure that that I understood what refreshment was really about. And through the things that I've learned over these past couple of days and past week about refreshment. Um, I'm hoping they're a blessing to you as we seek God and be refreshed for ourselves uh, going forward as a church. So when I think of refreshment, I think of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. And I know Paul just read it uh, earlier, but I'd love to read it again because it's a beautiful piece of scripture. It goes like this. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. You will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is life. 
Wow. <laughs> There's a lot in there. And uh, in the, the last week of going through that and wanting to know for myself, what does it mean to be refreshed? How can I make sure that I'm refreshed in the Lord so I can continue to do the mission that he's called me to? There's a couple of things that I've picked up that I believe God spoke to me about and wants me to share today. So I'm hoping it's a blessing to you. So the first thing I saw in this is that lasting refreshment comes from God. You know, Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. Uh, You know, we have a five-year-old at home, Nehemiah, who we affectionately call Nemo, and uh, he really loves sugar. And the reason I know this is because he tells me. Uh, Often he'll be having like a lollipop or something like that, and he'll look at me and he'll just have glazed eyes and he'll go, Dad, I love sugar. I'm like, Nemo, you, I know, you, yes, I know you love sugar. You're a five-year-old, but there's plenty of healthy things to eat. Maybe have a carrot. And don't get me wrong, there are times he chooses carrots or cucumbers or, you know, I don't want to paint this picture that he only eats junk food, but uh, he definitely loves his sugar. Uh, and one day he came back from kinder and he had this, this piece of paper with a line down the middle. On one side it said, uh, sometimes foods, and on the other side it says, everyday foods. And he has to choose, like, out of all these different little pictures of, like, coconut bottles and ice creams and lettuce and carrots. And he had to choose what was a sometimes food and what was an everyday food. And he sorted it out really, really well. He put all the things that are sometimes foods on the right column and all the things that are everyday foods on the other. And we put it on the fridge and he was proud of it. And over time, he started to realize that in our household, every day we were eating the things on the everyday side and we weren't really eating the things that were on the sometimes side. So Nemo decided that maybe this was this magical piece of paper that dictated what we ate as a family. So he went and he got a Coke bottle and he moved it to the everyday side, hoping that that night for dinner, we would have Coke on the table. And I had to sit down and talk to Nemo about the difference between sugary foods and low GI foods. You see, sugary foods, Nemo, they're the foods that when you eat them, you get this sudden high and you've got lots of energy. But as quickly as the high came, you hit that low and you hit a low, 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 and your energy is just gone. Whereas if you eat those low GI foods, those ones that release energy slowly, you can eat them and your energy goes up and it sustains throughout the day and they're generally healthier for you. So why am I telling you this story? (laughs) There are times when refreshment comes from other things. You know, I I was going to have this point as refreshment only comes from God, but that's not true. Refreshment comes from lots of different places. Uh, Some of those are affirmation from others. When we receive words of encouragement, that's a refreshment. When we post something on social media and we get a certain amount of likes and, you know, that affirms us because, oh, wow, that's fantastic. They're appreciating what I'm putting out there. Maybe just acknowledgement for the things that we do. You know, when someone messages you, hey, great job with this thing that you did. It's awesome. And it is refreshing because someone's noticed the thing that you've done and and it refreshes you to and encourages you to keep doing those things. Um, But there's other things as well, like success in our work, accomplishing things, getting a big deal, making sure we've ticked off enough things on our task list. That's refreshing. Hobbies, relationships, and goals, when we set them for ourselves and we achieve them, that's refreshing. Rest is refreshing. Uh, When we go from holidays or the weekends, or if we have a longer sleep than we anticipated, or maybe you get home and there's not much to do, so you're actually allowed to watch a couple of episodes of something on Netflix. Or let's be honest, when the kids go back to school and you don't have to homeschool anymore, it's kind of refreshing. 
mean, there's also circumstances that dictate some of our refreshment. So when COVID regulations change and we're allowed to meet each other or allowed to gather on Saturday for our service at Packingham Baptist Church, there's a refreshment there because we're, we're allowed to see the people that we love and we care about. Um, but the thing is, these kind of refreshments, they're the sugar of refreshments. They provide an immediately immediate release of dopamine and you have this feeling of exhilaration and you, it's a quick fix to feeling refreshed, but they have quick highs and also quick lows because they come and they go really quickly. So for example, someone sends, says something awesome about you and encourages you, that's a fantastic high and it's refreshing. But just as quickly, that word fades away when, you know, someone says something bad or, or you know that you haven't achieved something that you need to achieve and they're all dictated on circumstances. So they go up high really quickly, but as sugar does, they hit really low. And the reason I know this is because I've lived it. Um, this is a time for me to be very vulnerable, um, is I know that one of my sugar refreshments is affirmation. Um, I, my, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. In fact, it's my top love language. Um, but I know for a fact that, uh, that I've sought that out uh, instead of being refreshed by God uh, at times in my past. Uh, I know like, you know, there was a, a church service that I was running in Warrigal and uh, like for, for young people and I had a, a clear vision from God what it should be. And it was going awesome. It was going gangbusters. And uh, as more leaders came in, the, the vision started to get challenged and filtered down. And, and I started to, to give in to what people around me were saying instead of what God was saying because I was seeking their affirmation because I wanted that sugar fix. I wanted that quick fix of, yes, someone's saying something awesome about me. And I wasn't really in it for the long – I didn't feel like I was in it for the long game of God doing something amazing in the long term and refreshing me through what he'd called me to do. So these kinds of refreshment, although they're exhilarating, uh, they don't last long. And before you know it, you're looking for another fix. You're looking for another hit. Uh, it's essentially like a drug. Whereas refreshment from God is, is the low GI energy. It's like the one that, uh, that releases slowly and over time, it cuts directly to your core. It's life-changing and character-defining. Uh, he reminds you of himself and who you are and your mission. His encouragement peels back the layers of, of, uh, of pretense and speaks directly to your heart. And it lasts. Through all of the sugary refreshment, it lasts. You know, 20, uh, 2017, I went to a Planet Shakers conference. And at the time, I, I wasn't really had a, didn't really have a stable job. I was doing little jobs here and there. And to be honest, I probably couldn't really keep a job very long. I couldn't hold down a job. I wasn't very reliable. And uh, at the conference, the person who was preaching said, if you feel called to ministry, I want you to come down the front and be prayed for. And I didn't really feel that call. Uh, but before I knew it, I was halfway down this aisle walking down the front. I didn't even really know why I was going. Uh, but when I went down there, he prayed for me and I just felt God speak to me deep in my spirit. Adam, I have called you to ministry and that's going to be refreshing for you because it's what I've made you to do. That was 14 years ago. And I'm still doing ministry. And yes, there are hard days. There are days where I don't feel like getting out of bed or I don't feel like doing the things that I have to do because it's tiring and I'm exhausted. But the reality is, is that that refreshing word from God, that life-changing word directly from the Father has given me the energy to sustain the things that I'm facing going forward because that is the refreshment from the Lord. 
directly from the throne. And it, and it cuts through all the things that try to press up against it on your journey. So how do we hear from God like that? How do we, how do we make sure we're hearing that refreshment? We're gaining that refreshment from the Lord. Well, we've got to let him speak through his word and his spirit in worship, in those times alone, in those spaces and places where it's just us and God. In James chapter 4, verse 8, it says, If we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. You know, if we don't experience that refreshment, my question would be, how often do we go into those quiet places with God and how often do we really want God to speak to us? I believe that God wants to encounter us. I believe that every time we go to God, God wants to to love on us. He wants to tell us amazing things about our future and he wants to reveal himself in new and fresh and exciting ways. I believe that if we don't encounter God, that's not on God's side. That's actually on us. And if we want that refreshment from God, that long lasting refreshment, we need to create the spaces and places. We need to be able to seek him. We need to, with our whole hearts, reach out to him and say, God, show me more of yourself. Refresh me, God. I need that refreshment. And I believe it will come. I believe that with everything in my heart. And the second thing I I picked out from this that I, I think that God's saying is refreshment is mutually exclusive to physical rest. Let me say that again. Refreshment is mutually exclusive to physical rest. You know, a couple of years ago, again, I'm telling so many stories, but that's okay. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I was, uh, when I was in Warrigal, I was working as a youth pastor, and it was the busy time of year. Uh, it was state youth games season, and if anyone's been to state youth games, you know it is a beast. There's so much to organize, and I was the youth pastor of the church, so I was running state youth games for our group, which was a pretty large group. We had about 80 to 100 kids that would uh, go to state youth games with our team every year. And uh, sports allocations were coming up. And man, I tell you what, sports allocations are stressful because there's lots of rules and regulations about what kids can be in what sports and how many times they can do those sports. And you have to still have to make sure that kids are with their friends and that they're having a good time. And so it's it's a big puzzle and it's very stressful. And if you don't get the sports locked in ASAP, you actually miss out. State Youth Games doesn't let you do it later. If you miss out on the deadline, your team just doesn't do sport. And all of a sudden, you're faced with however many kids your group is without sports. So it was a busy, busy time. But on top of that, I was also writing a sermon for a Sunday. I had meetings pretty much every night of the week. I had a couple of leaders who had some live pastoral issues. And you know what? I remember sitting in my office, pulling what was left of my hair out, and going, I don't know how I'm going to get through this week. I am exhausted already, and there is so much to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. And uh, I remember looking at Matthew 11 and said, come to me all who are weary, and I'll give you rest. I'm like, okay, God, I need you to give me rest because I'm not getting it uh, in this season. So I decided to grab my keys, and I went down to a local cafe and uh, ordered a coffee when I was drinking coffee, and I sat there with my Bible, and I just prayed with my coffee. And I prayed, I'm like, God, I need rest. I need your rest now because I'm desperate. I don't know how I'm going to get through this week. And I don't really know what I was expecting. Was I expecting God to suddenly change all these plans that I had laid out in front of me for the week? Was I expecting that state youth games would be canceled or someone, maybe a leader would ring me and say, Hey, I'll do all the sports allocations. Was I expecting that my senior pastor would ring me and go, you know, what, Ads, you need a holiday. Just have a couple of days off. 
I don't really know what I was expecting, but I was expecting God to clear my schedule. I was expecting him to, to give me spaces that I could actually have a sleep or I could just go and read a book or I could go and watch some Netflix. I didn't want to be so busy at this state, but that's not what God did. What God did is he just spoke to me. And I remember sitting in the cafe and God says to me, deep in my spirit, I feel God say to me, it's all good, Adam. It's not going to be busy forever. I love you and what you're doing matters. And I remember finishing my coffee and I was refreshed, not because I had a coffee, but I was refreshed because of what God had said to me is it's okay. It's not going to last forever. I love you. And what you're doing right now matters. And I went back to the office and I did everything that I needed to do out of refreshment, out of this, this, this supernatural refreshment from God where there shouldn't have been refreshment because I still was so busy. There was still so much on my schedule of things to accomplish, but I was refreshed. I was doing things out of that space. And, you know, the physical rest came later. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you can't have physical rest. I'm not saying that you always have to be busy. You know, one thing Luke says a lot and I, and I love it is, he has, you know, ministry is not a marathon. It's actually a series of short sprints. And that was just one of those weeks there was where there was a short sprint. But in that space, God cared for me and loved me. You know, in Matthew chapter 11, 28 to 30, Jesus says um, that to take on his yoke and he gives you a burden. See, a burden is typically a load and it's heavy usually, but Jesus is light. Um, but also the yoke is the wooden beam that sits on the oxen as they plow a field, as they work. They're work animals. This was a work tool. And Jesus is saying, one, come to me, I'll give you rest. But also in the same prayer, he's also saying, uh, in the same thought, he's also saying that I've got work for you to do and there's a burden that comes with it. So we have to understand that the refreshment that comes from God is mutually exclusive to physical rest. We can't mix up the two. You want to be refreshed? The busyness of your life, the busyness of your calendar right now has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. You can be busy. Your calendar could be busy every day. You have all these meetings, Zoom meetings, people wanting opinions from you. You have tasks to accomplish, things to check off on your to-do list, kids to drive to sport, school pickups, all these different things. But the reality is you can still experience godly refreshment in this space because it's, it's mutually exclusive from physical rest. And the last thing that I think God wants to say through this is that refreshment fuels your mission. Refreshment fuels your mission. You see, I was watching a marathon late at night um, about two weeks ago, and uh, I feel like it's the only time I would watch a marathon late at night, and I couldn't sleep. There was nothing else on TV, and it's one of those sports. I think um, uh, marathons, Tour de France, and cricket would be the sports when I'm really bored I would watch. And I know right now people are probably yelling at their TV screens, how can you not like cricket? Relax. I was just joking. It wasn't serious. Uh, even when I'm in intensely bored, I still wouldn't watch cricket. Uh, but I was watching a marathon and uh, there was something that was happening every, every couple of kilometers. I would notice people at these tables and they were refreshment tables and they were handing out water or Gatorade. And the runners would run by and they would grab one as they were running and quickly drink it and throw the cup on the ground and people would pick them up. And 
Um, every couple of kilometers, there would be a refreshment station. Now, not every runner would stop at every single one and grab a drink, but runners would stop somewhere along the line, or not stop, but grab a drink and have a drink on their way to the finish line because runners see the importance of refreshment to finish the race that they're in. Because if they don't have that refreshment throughout the race, they're not going to make it. You know, in Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, 7, Paul refers to being a disciple of Jesus as life in a uh, disciple of Jesus as a race. He says, you know, I finished the race. I fought the good fight and we will need the energy to do what God has called us to do. And that's a refreshment station. You see, in a marathon, a refreshment station is, is a table with water and Gatorade and maybe some sugar for those quick highs. Uh, but in the life of a Christian, it's devoting ourselves to prayer and to, to worship, to the Word of God, to experiencing the Holy Spirit. It's, uh, it's uh, to listening to the Holy Spirit. It's a, the life of a Christian. It's being reminded of who we are and who God is. In the life of a Christian, in the mission that you are called to do, the race that you are in, the fight that you're in, you are called to be refreshed. Because if you're not refreshed, you just may not make it. Um, I knew a guy a couple of years ago who uh, was a pastor for many, many years. And uh, I sort of caught him on his tail end of, of ministry. And uh, I remember talking to him one day and he was sitting down watching television. And I was in his lounge room and we're talking about ministry. And he says, you know what, Adam, I've, I've got breath in my body. My heart's still beating. I've got a functioning brain. And I know that means that God's not finished with me yet. There's a mission for me, but I don't really know what that is. And in the same breath of saying those things, he picked up the remote and he just starts flicking through television channels. And he starts flicking through and just oblivious to the fact that his, his life that he was, where he was serving God and he was on this race to be, you know, oh, this race of, of, of Christian living, he'd kind of forgotten what it meant to live for Jesus. And he wasn't refreshed anymore. He'd started getting caught up in conspiracy theories and, and um, all those sorts of things. And his relationship with God was on a downward spiral. And the last I heard of him is that he wasn't really following God anymore. And this is a guy that was a pastor. And now he's sitting in his lounge room, watching TV, being fed these conspiracy theories and not chasing Jesus. You see, not everyone who starts the race is going to finish. And that's the sad truth. There's always runners in a marathon who don't make it. Don't be that person. Run the race. Finish well. And to do that, you need to be refreshed. That kind of refreshment from God that releases slowly and sustains you over time. The refreshment is fuel for your journey. I don't know about you, but I want to get to that space where when I breathe my last and I'm face to face with God, he says, well done, good and faithful servant. But I know that the only way I'm going to get there is if I receive that godly refreshment along the way. Yeah, affirmations from people is awesome. And God speaks through people. So I'm not saying, you know, that those sugary re refreshments are bad, but I'm saying if you want that energy that's going to sustain you to the end of your race, you need to get it from God. And we can't, we can't diminish 
the the importance of being refreshed on our physical selves. I fully believe that in that space, like that story I told with um, State Youth Games and being busy for that week, we can't we can't diminish the fact that when we have that refreshment from God, things change not just spiritually but physically. We feel refreshed. I felt refreshed. I felt like I wasn't exhausted anymore. I love Teresa of Avilas has this awesome quote. And it says, it is impossible for the human tongue to exaggerate the riches which a vision from God brings to the soul. It even bestows health and refreshment on the body. If you're tired, if you're exhausted, if you're sick, if you're discouraged, if you're angry about the way that our political climate looks right now and you're worried about our world and and your part in it and how you're going to do this mission that God's called you to, I would ask that you would close your eyes. And I want to tell you something really important. So everybody at home, close your eyes. And it's these words from Jesus, which you've heard twice already, but I'm going to read them one more time. So if you are tired, if you are sick, if you are exhausted, discouraged, hurt, disappointed, at the end of your rope, listen to the words of Jesus. He says, Come to me, all who of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. This is a journey we are all on. As I said at the start of this message, I struggle with this too. When the world caves in around us, when it feels like there's no hope and we're hurt and discouraged and broken, when we're tired and exhausted and we don't know how we're going to get to the end of this race, let us run to God with open arms. Let us worship him. Let us pray to him, read his word, and let's be refreshed by an almighty God who is also a very close and loving Father. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for who you are, that you love us and you're close to us. And yes, you're this magnificent and huge God, but you're also this loving Father that wants the very best for us. God, for anyone who's feeling tired and exhausted and not rested, I just ask right now, God, that you would send your refreshment, that you would speak directly to their hearts, God, that you would remind them who they are, who you are, your mission for them, Lord, that you would encourage them and remind them that you just love them. Lord, we are all on this journey, this race to complete the mission that you've given to us. But we can't do it without your refreshment, Lord. We ask for that today. Send your Holy Spirit. Refresh us. In your name we pray. Amen. As you go into this week, my prayer for you is that you'll be refreshed in new and exciting ways and that God will just love you and you'll feel that love and closeness from our awesome Father. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us for our weekly message. If you live in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne, we'd love for you to join us for our Sunday morning service. 
All the information can be found on our website, follow.church. You can also follow us on social media at Follow Baptist Church.